<laughs> what up, though? What up, though? Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Welcome back to the Mental Matters Podcast. All about redefining man up properly for the culture. For sure. Whatever that means in real life. Mm-hmm. And I'm Richard. I'm Jarrell. Are you sure? I'm very certain that I, I, I'm, I am Jarrell. You got me a little bit. I had some coffee, so. You had what? I'm a little bit jittery. I had some coffee before we started. Oh, well. I was drinking coffee on the way here. Oh, okay. Yeah. So today at work, we had this thing, like science fair for, for work or whatever. So I had to use all my energy for that. So I was like, I had to, you know, regain my energy for this episode. Yeah. Science fair. Yeah. I mean, like. Continuous Improvement. It was like basically Continuous Improvement Expo. Mm. So our team put together this whole family feud thing, like lightning round. That sounds fun. So I had to be Steve Harvey. I didn't do the ball cap. I didn't wear a bright suit. I didn't have a fake mustache, none of that. But I was the host and I had to read See, the See, he's controversial for me. Sometimes he's completely trash and sometimes he's great. Yeah. I feel like the stuff that he says is good is what he heard someone else say. And then the stuff that's trash is like who he probably is as a person. Yikes. I, I'll still watch Kings of Comedy, though. I be saw. Steve's advice. Don't be Steve. How about that? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> anyway. Yep. We are 35 whole ass episodes in of this lovely podcast. 35. So you know what that means. You got to run through the list. Got to run through the list. Run down. I don't know if I want to run against your ass no more because that was terrible. I can't even think of. I only got one 35 that I can think of. Who? I'll let you have it. You got to start first. Come <laughs> on, KD. Yeah, that's, that's the only one. That's the only one that matters. That's the only one. Is there any other 35? How about that? Hmm. Hmm. I know some other big men in the league probably wore it. Like somebody who don't really make the history books. You know what I mean? Like Chris Wilcox or somebody. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't think he was 35. He was something. I'll look it up. I don't think he yeah. was. I got one, though. Who? Adam Morrison. Adam Morrison for Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he got to the league, he was 33, wasn't he? Or is he still 35? I think he was still 35. Yeah. He was lights out, though. I was expecting him to be on point when he got to the league. Nah. Not a legend, but at least somebody be like, oh, yeah, Adam Morrison era was dope. I thought he would be what J.J. Reddick was to the league because J.J. Reddick was that guy in college. Yeah. I thought he'd be more than Reddick, though. No. I thought he would be exactly what J.J. Reddick is right now. Mm-mm. I think so. That's what I thought. Okay. At least a decent shooter and give you buckets. Okay. That's what I thought he'd be. Nothing mm-hmm. more, nothing less. I thought he'd be like how Kevin Love is right now. I don't know. Kevin Love got a title. Kevin Love got a yeah. Kevin Love got a ch- championship and uh. So. But he was dominant before the ship though. He was dominant before the ship. He he broke like a Moses Malone record or something like that, right? Like the most double doubles consecutively through what fifty games or something like that. Kevin Love was a beast in Minnesota. Shout out man. to K Love. Not really, though. But <laughs> I mean, not for basketball, but more so, I seen he was being interviewed by Charlemagne recently. Okay. His bout about mental health and things of that nature. Uh, yeah, yeah. And he's kind of one of the main spokespersons, if you will, yep, yep. with the NBA's new initiative to mm-hmm. make sure that mental health is definitely a part of their, um, just as part of their career guidelines, if you will. So big ups to the NBA. I agree with that. When you put it in that perspective, See? definitely. But when you, you talk about Cleveland, like, nah, that's Ohio. I don't got love for Ohio. <sighs> yeah, fuck Ohio. Yeah, they the reason my insurance so high. I mean, big up to all the people that may listen out of Ohio. But <laughs> I'm sorry, man. It's not the Michigan versus Ohio thing. It's just. From the CEO. I've been so through. They'll stop it. <laughs> and then you're going to say that mugs lyrics? Really, bro? Really? Everybody had love for Bow Wow back then. You'd be shining at Everybody had love for Bow Wow back then. Yeah, Lil Bow Wow. We don't got love for Bow Wow. What's the difference? Precious Shad. On, Precious on Mills was dope. Yeah, but yeah. Shad, we ain't got <laughs> FM. Yeah, yeah. I think his mental's all messed up, too, though. I think that's the other thing. So I can't really say FM, but... Okay. I ain't gonna cut you off. I mean, first class trips and not really on them. Mm-hmm. That boy's confused. <laughs> anyway... But yeah, that's the only 35 I got, so I think I win. Boom. Okay. Ding. Yep. I'll give you that one. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> you know what I realized, though, on the way driving over here, and I'm like, we didn't do that for the rest of the episodes, though. Well, you mean like, yeah, starting from one through. Yeah, we have to start yeah. one through 30. Like, yeah. I say like one through, well, when do we start doing that? 20 something. I think it was around, well, maybe around 22, 24. 
I remember saying Tayshawn, I think. So I, I, I'm going to say 22. Fair. Yeah. I think around episode 21 and 22. So right. that means we have to have a recap one day yeah. and go through the numbers. Yeah. It probably was 21 because I remember saying KG. I think, we were, I think how we're going to do, how we should do it is the best at that number. Okay. The best see what part, see what lists match up and what don't. Okay. We'll talk about it. So you're saying you pick a number one, I pick a number one, and then we compare them? Eh, kind of a head up, like versus. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think that'd be the shit. I like that. Y'all heard it. It's going to be here. <laughs> Real man up edition, whatever that means. <laughs> anyway, so with all that being said, um, before we jump into our topic, um, and forgive me because I'm going to make sure I look this up, but... Um, today has been kind of heavy, in my opinion. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I'm going crazy. So, I w- yes, today they announced the verdict of the um, Dallas police officer, former cop now, who was sentenced in her shooting of Botham Jean. Mm-hmm. This happened out of Texas, out of Dallas, Texas, and um, one of those white on black things where. No, it's just really draining. Just being a black man, I really felt bad for the guy and his family because, you know, he, I think it was over just over a year ago, mm-hmm. she was dilly dallying on her damn self, um, mm-hmm. walking to her so called her apartment mm-hmm. and walked into the wrong one and thought somebody was in her apartment trying to whatever. Mm-hmm. And she claimed self defense and she shot him uh, and ultimately murdered him, mm-hmm. um, saying it was self defense and all that other stuff and blah, blah, blah. But, um, so yeah, I'm gonna try to get my spirits up a little today, but, um, I know that's kind of heavy, especially within the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that black men just really aren't given a chance just to be black men, mm-hmm. especially when we talk about this whole man mentality. So, mm-hmm. um, I want to switch to a slightly more positive note, if you will, mm-hmm. and we're going to have a, what I'm going to call a proper farewell to the phrase man up today okay yes okay i think that's how we should do this i like that yeah because we always say and part of our mantra as a podcast is about how to redefine man up for the culture mm-hmm. you know properly and all that good stuff and i think that it's most appropriate for our t- discussion today that there's no real definition for how to man up right um in fact i think i asked a question to somebody before and i was like how do you man up <laughs> It's like, oh no. It's like, exactly. So stop saying that shit. Mm-hmm. It really annoys me, actually. Um, it almost goes into the whole realm of like toxic masculinity and whatnot because mm-hmm. we find this need to just be the man, if you will, but we don't know what that means. Right. So I just want to take time off today to just say, first off, first and foremost, there is no such thing as man up. Okay. It's not. Okay. Until we can probably define what a true man is in real life. Mm-hmm. You can't say it no more, so okay. just stop saying it. Okay. Period. Mm-hmm. So, and I know you had a couple different bouts on social media recently <laughs> about different things that involve just quote unquote just being the man in the relationship, if you will. Yeah. Uh, and we'll get right into that, but mm-hmm. um, we'll start with the question: When did you first hear about what it means to quote? When did you first hear the phrase "man up"? I think uh, I was probably I was I was on some sports team at the time, and I was on things that coach would say, like like if you didn't want to, like you know if you if you was uh, being lazy or you didn't you know want to run them suicides or run them extra laps whatever like he told you to, y'all get on the line y'all gonna man up today you know what I mean like it was just like one of those phrases run like a man like, something yeah, like that yeah yeah it was just like a part of like the whole drill sergeant mentality like mm. <laughs> it was um. I I mean I never really I never really um took it to like heart like because you know you tell somebody to man up then that means that they're kind of like not being a man you know what I mean yeah <laughs> but I never I never took it that way like it's just one of those things like one of those like things in society where it's just a term that people mm-hmm. use and you don't really think about it it's just one of those like things like oh yeah the sky is blue like man up it was just something that comes along with the territory of being a young man and having someone like culture or guide you mm-hmm. yeah so it wasn't it wasn't something that i ever really um it wasn't something that that you sit down and learn it's just something that just 
it just comes into you. You know what I mean? Like mm. it's, just, it's just something that said, something that sticks with you every time you play sports. Something that sticks with you throughout the rest of your life. You know, I always thought I remember. So my dad, he didn't say it to me per se, mm-hmm. but he did say something along the lines of it, and and I might get this completely wrong because obviously he can't defend it, mm-hmm. but it'd be something along the lines of you acting like a little bee right now, okay, or like. You know, toughen up, man up, whatever. Mm-hmm. They often try to say that men should be tough. Yeah. Or like, you know, like toughen up or like, you know, something like a man, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And I didn't necessarily take offense to it. Okay. Because obviously I'm like all of like eight or nine at the time, right? So mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. know what a man is, a man or nine, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But to me, you know, it all, like all in the movies, it'd be like, Oh, you mean like you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I forgot what movie it was on, but like, uh, I think it was actually Baby Boy. Yeah, that was Baby Boy. You can't be lo- me, little Jody. Yeah, yeah that was. You can never be me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's just, I think different cultures, different environments, even East and West Side in Detroit, if you will, mm-hmm. each, there's always a perspective on what you define as being a man. Yeah. And I don't think none of us ever really truly get that shit right. Okay. Like, we have good interpretations of it. Mm-hmm. We don't get that crap right. Like, right. Not even at all. Like, mm-hmm. the way we look, the way we walk, the way we talk, the way we dress, the way we spend money, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Like, we never get, we're never going to get it right. We can just get, we can just be like, I want to be a man like Obama and then try <laughs> our best to be like Obama, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that ain't bad, but yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not a bad way to go. <laughs> Or like some people be like, prime example, they be like, I want to be a man like Dr. King. Okay. You know, and Dr. King had a lot of great about him, mm-hmm. but he had some some shit about him too. Yeah. Like, yeah. you yeah. know, now most of them are urban myths. Some of them are blatant facts. Mm-hmm. Obviously, some of them you'd probably need a video camera for. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, there's no such thing as a perfect man. Right. So if by you saying man up, you you don't get your point across. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're trying to. It's like you're saying something that's false in a way, right? Because or like do no you even definition. know it to be true? That's kind of like what I'm saying. Like yeah. you're saying something that can't be attained. You're saying something that can't be reached. Yeah. Like what is it in uh, in mathematics? What is it like the vertical asymptote? Like you keep getting close and close and close, but you never touch it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's like I'm I'm gonna touch it. <laughs> I'm getting there. No. Mm-hmm. Nope. Mm-hmm. This equal to this, and you'll never be equal to that. <laughs> always be close. Right. <laughs> Even if you go to infinity, right, you still won't get close. Yeah. You won't get there. So yeah, I mean, all in all, I think that whole just mantra is just stupid. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I want. I really want to hear about your experience though, because you had a very. <laughs> I've never seen you like, or even heard you like. It's like I can hear you just like. By reading your like Facebook status, I was like, "Oh, you mad, mad? You thought I was mad? Yeah, I thought you was mad, mad. I'm like, oh, oh shit. I had a smile on my face the whole time I was typing. I know what that means. You smile for everything, though. But it knows some of that shit you don't want to smile about. And I think yeah. that was one of them. Yeah. See, I'm learning yeah. you. Yeah. I can read through your words. I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate you. So you want me to go ahead? Yeah, man, absolutely. Listen, I want to hear about this shit. I mean, it was um, status somebody had made, a young lady had made, and it ended up getting shared around Facebook. It's a couple uh, things that got shared around Facebook. We're going to get into that, too, <laughs> because, my God, man up is problematic. Let's, that part. Mm-hmm. But anyway. I'm trying to find the exact. Shit, I'll find it before you. <laughs> I know I sent it to you, so I was oh. trying to find it. Nah, I'm just going to go straight to your name and be like, boop. <laughs> Watch this. You probably will find it before I do. I'm already basically there. Dang. I think. I don't know. Shit, maybe I'm not. You shared too much stuff. That's why I didn't want to go in there. I know I sent this thing to you. Okay, I got it. <laughs> so, go ahead. So, this, um, this young lady on Facebook made the status. I said, most of y'all, meaning men... Most of y'all can't financially afford the level of submission you demand from women. And so, when I saw that, 
I'm not gonna say I was triggered, but I yeah, was, you were. I was, I was, Don't I was, lie. I was curious. Like this is your platform. You so, can't lie here. <laughs> no, but what it sparked in my head when I read that most of y'all, meaning men, can financially afford the level of submission you demand from women. I asked. The, I shared it and I asked the question. I said, "Doesn't this support the argument that black men can't be loved without having a certain dollar amount in their accounts?" Because when I read that, and it says like most of y'all can't afford the level of submission. That you're demanding from a woman. It's like, I feel like even in any relationship, it's like you're supposed to, you're a union, right? So it's two people come together as one. If yeah. you're married, I'll say that. Not if you're if you're not married, y'all got to come to some type of agreement. But if you're married, two supposed to be one, right? So it's like, like you take a vow, like good or bad. You know what I mean? Like through the through the downs and through the ups. Hopefully, it's all ups. But no, nah, it's gonna be some downs, bro. Right. I understand that. I'm just <laughs> trying to be optimistic. Go for it. Sure, I'm <laughs> sorry. I mean, like, it just doesn't. It just doesn't make sense how. I'm not gonna say like in today's times because a lot of this stuff is learned behavior. Probably like, our like in our granddad's days, like they was working in the plant. They had other families. Everybody's saying that now, right? So <laughs> like, this stuff is like learned behavior now. But I mean, like, to say that like you have to have. You have to afford like a level of submission, or you have to afford a level of like collaboration to be in a relationship with somebody. Like, first of all, that sounds like prostitution to me. Yikes! <laughs> what do you think? That's what, like I have to pay you. Like I have to. I have to have certain money in my account for you to be pleased with me. Like that doesn't sound like the good start of a relationship to me. Um. <laughs> so how do I feel about it? I feel like there's some truth to it, okay. but because I often joke with my wife about this from time to time, mm-hmm. but it's not that I initiate the joke, but let's just start there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, she always often says like, you know, I wish I could just afford to, you know, not have to work anymore. Mm-hmm. And I always tell her, I'm like, nah, babe, you work, you you make more than me, so <laughs> I don't think that's gonna work at all for our lifestyle. And most of all, right now, we're focused on like paying off loans, paying off student loans, getting out of debt, and you know, becoming wealthy, if you will. So we have a lot of working pieces that we have going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it's just it's very problematic. Right. It's very problematic because as a as a man, you, you want to be able to have all this money and give your significant other the world. Mm-hmm. But and that's that's the American dream. Right. You want the big house. You want the children. You want the mm-hmm. white picket fence. White mm-hmm. people shit. And <laughs> you want um, you know, you want a dog. Right. That's, mm-hmm. that's what you want. You want. So, <laughs> so yeah, I would just say that I think that just having an enormous amount of wealth is just like this one thing that it's, it is obtainable, but, you know, the chances that you're going to get all this money and be able to not have somebody, like, work again is just absolutely ridiculous. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, it's more so being realistic of what you got to do to mm-hmm. just be, like, happy. Mm-hmm. So, that's how I feel about it. Okay. Um, it's just like, I just feel like there's so much wrong with the, with the statement, though. Like, you can't afford the level of submission you demand from a woman. It's like... But can you? But what, like, why is it a dollar sign associated with us coming together and trying to build something? I don't know. <laughs> this is one of the things <laughs> on this podcast that I, wouldn't, I don't know the answer to. Not that I know the answer to most of it, but... I under, I understand like it, I think to understand that is to understand where the people are with it and because I was curious to figure out this for my damn self mm-hmm. I was just like all right how many people actually think this way so I asked mm-hmm. <laughs> so this was more of a speak your mind moment we want I wanted to really know what the people were thinking so okay on Instagram uh-huh. we posted a question and it was is money a determining factor in dating. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there were some very interesting responses <laughs> to that. Um, so 
I didn't tell these people that you know we're going to shout them out or anything, but yeah. I'll just say quite a few. Okay. Um. I'll go what the guy said, what the girl said. Okay. How about that? Cool. So let's see. From the we'll go ladies first. Um, this is actually hilarious. The one person said it depends. When I was twenty, not so much, but me as an almost thirty year old, somewhat. Uh, another person said it's not how much money. As long as you are constantly leveling up and improving yourself. Um, another person said, yes, the minimum is money in brain. Okay. And it's more so the more so your mental than yeah, anything. So broke pockets and broke mental, no thank you. Um, another one just for flat out, yes, is the determinant factor. <laughs> right now, not exactly. In the near future, yes, but power struggles. Whew, that part. Um, and I'm gonna get into that because I actually had a bout with like that whole financial like stability piece. Okay. Uh, another person said it's important to me for my mate to be financially conscious and live within their means, mm-hmm. and live within their means, mm-hmm. not because them jays is cold. Sit your ass down, bro. Right. <laughs> yes, the reason behind is too long to type. <laughs> but that's more so from the women's standpoint. Okay. Now, strictly for my N words. <laughs> exactly. So, for the fellas, for me, no, but sadly, for most, it is. Um, another good friend of mine said, not a determining factor, but probably a persuasion. Um, another person said, it is, but it should not be. It should be based off vibes and togetherness. And. Nah, not at all. We are all trying to get ourselves together. Can't judge based off of that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. as you can see, there are some differences between yeah. the guys and gals of the society. Guys are more open to dating. Yeah, because yeah. I don't know, and I, I think that goes back into like the difference between like you know. I would just say, like, our mentalities, if you will, because mm-hmm. men is always like, you know, we need to be just providers, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And women are like, no, we more so need to be more financially or, like, just independent in general because, mm-hmm. you know, that guy cannot always like you. Right. Um, I think another big factor about it is, like, the whole, like, the wage gap, if you will. Okay. Um, so there's a lot of different determinant factors and viewpoints. Mm-hmm. Um. I think it's the most transparent to just talk about just we as men individually, like how we view like our finances and our worth. Mm-hmm. So like, I know we had a little brief discussion about it, but mm-hmm. how do you think that your overall well-being is defined by your pockets? I feel like uh, we're taught that a little bit. Like I remember being taught that, like my granddad, he was uh, somebody who always, like, saved money. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, I remember growing up and um, him keeping, you know, like, a wad on him at any given time. And I will be like, granddad, you know, like, we would want something from an ice cream truck. Or if it was, like, brought a report card over, he'll pull out a stack. Like, he'll pull out a stack. He'll lick his hand. <laughs> lick his hand. Flip, flip, right. flip. Flip. Here you go, young blood. <laughs> he'll, have to, he'll have to go through, like. Six different fifty dollar bills, like just like, to get like, to the twenties, right? And then from that, get down to the ones and give me a one, give my sister a one. So it's oh. like, <laughs> it's like I remember him always like saying, like when you grow up, he used to be like, you gonna go to school, um, don't have no babies, wow, get money, and then get married. That's what he was always telling me. He was always, he was always like, you cannot, you cannot afford to not have money when you grow up. He didn't say it in that many words, but that's the message I always got from from him. Mm-hmm. And I remember even when I was um, when I was dating uh, my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, and um, it was funny because like he was just like, "Yeah, you working, but you ain't get your degree yet. Ooh. Like why you like why you got a girlfriend? Like wow. I remember him telling me that. <laughs> wow. And I was like, I understand what you're saying, and like all due respect, I got a plan. Like I remember like telling him just like. Like straight, like from my mouth, like I have a plan. This is how it's gonna go. Like this is the next like eighteen months of my life. I'm gonna finish, and he got to see me finish, and then he got to see me get engaged. So we was good after that. But now what? <laughs> he but, said, "Now what?" <laughs> I never tell my granddad. There you go. <laughs> I would never tell my granddad. But like, um, so I remember him just always like advocating 
to say like, yo, you're gonna be a man, you have to be a provider. Like, don't ask people for money. Um, you have to be the one that takes care of yourself. And then I remember just seeing my dad, like, he, he used to sit down and talk to me too. Like he would say, like, you know, what are you gonna major in when you go to school? What are you gonna do when you grow up? My granddad used to tell me too, like, don't join the army, because it was the boys in the hood message, like, black man, I got a place in the white man's army. Like, he used to sit down and tell me these things. So I was like, I got that message about money, finances, being stable, creating uh, an environment to where you can have a family. Like, don't just go get, you know, some girl, get her pregnant, and then you have to, like, try to, you know, figure it out. Like, already had the space created so that everything flows. So I remember getting that message from my dad and my granddad at an early age. Mm. Yeah. Man. This, whenever I think about this, I think the first thing I think about is my grandfather. Uh, man, big ups and rest in peace to Donald Webb. Mm -hmm. This man used to always say, at the end of the day, a man should always have a dollar in his pocket. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't just for the sake of don't be broke. Mm -hmm. It was for the sake of he thought that payphones was going to be around forever. Okay. <laughs> boy, were you wrong. Sorry, Granddad. Uh -huh. Papa, you was wrong, bro. <laughs> like, them boys are not. You don't see them anywhere. Yeah. And if you do, it's a prop in a museum or some right, shit. Right, right, right. But I agree with that statement. Mm -hmm. You should always have some form of cash, mm -hmm. period. You should never get to a point where... You don't have any money at all. Like, mm -hmm. you need to have a hustle or something. Right, like you, right. and I'm not saying now everybody should be out here selling drugs and stupid like that right. because, first off, it ain't for everybody because mm -hmm. I can't do that shit. Mm -hmm. I better not ever see you on a street corner. I'll beat your <laughs> ass myself. And, you know, even if some of the people that's doing it don't need to be doing it. But right. that's not here to say that. I'm more so here on the fact of if you can... Some people are really nice with the Clippers mm -hmm. until they get the license. I, I did it in college. Like, I was in the dorms, like, hey, yo, listen, mm -hmm. I know getting to the barbershop is a struggle. I got you, mm -hmm. fam. Mm -hmm. Or, like, you know, just different things like that you can do for a side hustle. Like, mm -hmm. have a means and methods to not be broke. Mm -hmm. You have Lyft, you have Uber, you right. have all these different resources and possibilities mm -hmm. where you have the means to do better. Don't just wait for somebody else to take care of you. Right. So that's now that I'm off my horse, <laughs> I'm gonna step down and <laughs> and have a discussion. But um, from a man's standpoint, I remember when I was my first job out of college when I quit, and I talked about this a little bit before. Mm -hmm. But I, I went into like a whole funk of depression. Okay. Um, and I believe that this month is actually Depression Awareness Month. I didn't mm -hmm. know that was a thing. Me either. But yeah, one of our past guests, Kevin Denner, actually talked about it. Okay. I want Henry Hill that. Yeah. So big ups to Ken, to my man's guest. He's done with me. Mm -hmm. um, but no, so he talked about like depression. And I remember in January of 2016. Was it 16? No, it was 17. January 26, 2017. Mm -hmm. It was like a funk of depression because I didn't have, I quit my job. Yeah. And I was making almost like, almost like 80,000 a year. Mm -hmm. And I quit that shit. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. I went from having a guaranteed 80,000 per year mm -hmm. to having absolutely nothing mm -hmm. in like the span of like, Two weeks. It was right around Christmas, too, when I quit. Okay, okay. okay. So, like, January was rough. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, my God. Mm -hmm. So, I remember I took a job at Kroger. Mm -hmm. And I worked in Kroger when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. Not high school. When I was in college. Okay. But I worked at Kroger, like, with a whole-ass college degree. And I was sitting here like, this is broke of me. Like, mm -hmm. I can't do shit. Mm -hmm. I, it was literally times before I got that job okay. where... I didn't even want to come out the house. Like, I literally stood under my blanket and, like, tried to play video games and clean up the house. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll just be a fucking house husband mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. do those type of things, right? Mm -hmm. No diss to anybody that actually does that, either right. house husband or housewife. Right. But this is the mindset I was in. Mm -hmm. And it took me to look in the mirror, you know, get up for those interviews, you know, put my resume in front of people like, you did all this boss-ass shit. You were... Mm -hmm. You ain't no bum. You better stop this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, I really had to, like, 
sit inside myself. I went to go talk to somebody. I went to like seek out help, et cetera. I'm like, I I cannot be this way. This okay. is not me. Mm-hmm. So anybody that knows me current day that didn't know that part of me, there you go. Okay. But um, so just as a man, I just can't be. I just can't not have like a dollar in my pocket. Like, yeah. if I can't follow that standard of like. You know, I could be broke, but I can't be broke, broke. That's bullshit. Yeah, that's the difference, yeah. 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 So that's kind of my whole standpoint on that part of it. Okay. Um, But I was in stand. I mean, I've done all this other stuff, too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, don't be out here broke. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for real, it's like, I don't know. It's like the way society is, is, is made. It's like you have to have a certain, you know, amount of money to do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, just to live, like, I mean, even pack your little ramen noodles or ten cent, you gotta at least have something that you know. Listen, is it are they even that expensive? I don't even know. I don't eat them. But. I think they five for a dollar nine. Oh, that's expensive. They think it's twenty cent yeah. a pack now. Oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, you might be able to catch it on sale for less than that, but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um. <laughs> But yeah, so some people equate like you know manning up or being a man as to how much money you have in your pocket. Right. Um, but in the days of, you know, a lot, especially our fellow generation, uh, millennials, if you will, a lot of us care about happiness versus how much money we make. For sure. We believe that, and I can I I think I can speak confidently enough for our, our fellow like, you know, millennials, if you will. We rather do a job that we love. Mm-hmm. And get paid to do it, mm-hmm. than to make a bunch of money doing something we have no interest in doing. You know I can attest to that. <laughs> I know <laughs> I went through that this year. You can, <laughs> bro. <like>. That <laughs> I am still fucking proud of you, because I know how that shit feels. People, people see me in my new workplace, and they and they're like, "Oh, you worked at such and such." I'm like, "Yeah, I don't miss it." And then they're like. Really? Why not? And I'm like, no. Nah, it was so fine. much money. Yeah, they're like, didn't, didn't you guys have more vacation days? I'm like, yeah. And like, you needed them to work with those people. You needed the time off, the guarantee to not For go crazy. For your peace of mind. Right. And then, you know, what about the bonus? You guys get like 7000 uh, every February or something like that. And I'm just like. You know why? Yeah, it's fine. I'm going <laughs> to pay you not to go crazy. That's why, <laughs> damn it. Exactly. So I actually make like a few dollars less than what I make then. And I'm fine. Like, I'm just like, I enjoy coming to work now. We ain't like, missing no meals over here, right. bro. <laughs> At all. I think I gained weight since I got this damn job. They're like, you're always smiling. I'm like, yeah, I love it here. Like, my voice is heard. I get to, you know, be a part of something that's, like, actually, like, customer service. Like, this is a necessity for people. And I get to be a part of that process of making exactly. it more efficient. Be a part of the process of... You know, delivering power at a faster rate, safer rate, more quality, all of that. So, mm-hmm. I love what I do now. That's what's up. I wake up every day like, yeah, I'm glad I left. Like, <laughs> Right. They, they used to literally be moments where I would be like, I don't want to get out of bed because I don't want to go to work. Yeah. Or like, I would be in the parking lot and I would mm-hmm. take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> before I go in this building, let me take this one more nap because I don't want to deal with these mugs. Like, my old job was two miles away from where I live. The place where I work now is like nine. And it's like, I don't care. Like, wow. I'll drive farther to be happy. Now, for me, it's the flip. What's that? My job used to be like 40 minutes away. Okay. And now it is about 15 to 10 minutes away. Okay. <laughs> like, period. Yeah. So, and that's one of the main reasons I'm like, I can't mess this up. Mm-hmm. But I'm not I'm not under that pressure, that same pressure to perform because I right. love my job. Mm-hmm. And that makes it different. Right. Um. So, if we absolutely had no other way to do this than to define what man up means, mm-hmm. I think the first thing is to just be happy with what you do. Okay. Um, well, we'll make that number two. You got to be happy with who you are, which is a function of that. Right. So, like, you know, when people ask you, like, who are you, mm-hmm. I don't be like, I'm Richard the Engineer. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have that role. I do that. I do more than that. Mm-hmm. I'm more than just my degree. Yeah. Got these degrees. <laughs> my degree, you know what's going to happen? I'm going to have my degrees. Like, the mother's, <laughs> the mother's blankets of no warmth. Like, let's yeah. stop this now. Yeah. Um. So, my job ultimately doesn't tell me how worthy I am. Mm-hmm. My pockets do not say how worthy I am, how much worth, how much I'm worth. Right. 
That's one of my first losers on my thing. Mm-hmm. What would be another one you say? That's to define a man up. Yeah. I would say being able to... Being able to, like, execute the responsibilities that you have. Like, being able to... Like, whatever responsibilities you have in life, whether whatever issues you have in life, like, being able to not maybe have answers to all of them, but being able to look all of them, like, in the face or in the eye and say, I'm going to give it my best shot. That's legit. I would say that's a part of it. Uh, that's legit. Yeah. I would say another important one is, and I think this may trump a lot of it, is the ability to be human. Okay. There's always this facade about man up. Mm-hmm. We talked a little bit about it, but mm-hmm. it's always like, you gotta be tough. You gotta be this. You gotta be that. You gotta be like this person. You gotta be like that person. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to be like none of them. <laughs> I love Barack Obama to death. I think he was like the best. Obviously, I think the best president of my lifetime thus far. Yeah. And it's hard to see anybody in the near future that's gonna top it. Mm-hmm. But, um, I don't want to be like Obama. Mm-hmm. I want to be my best black ass self. Okay. If that means all my corny ass jokes, I want to be the best <laughs> of my corny ass jokes. If that means be the best chubby person that I am, mm-hmm. then that means being the best goddamn chubby person <laughs> I am right now. Period. Like, there's no need to try to be anybody else because if you do that, who's gonna be you? Right. I agree with that. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, be your best human self. Like, mm-hmm. to me, that's like I literally have people that. Not just to be like, I love you, bro, but like, <laughs> there's literally been times where like some of my closest guy friends have been like, hey, bro, come here. And like, this whole ass like kiss me on the cheek. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? I don't feel weird about that shit. Like, mm-hmm. I love this guy for real. Like, uh-huh. real shit. I'm not out here kissing people on the cheek. But, <laughs> like, am I sitting here like I'm less than because my best bros kiss me on the cheek? I'm mm-hmm. like, no, like, more than likely, I've literally been in either a fight with you that far or, like, we've been through situations where, like, we've literally, like, almost died. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I love them to death, period. <laughs> you know I, feel like, I, I feel like that's coming around more because, like, I, I made a status yesterday about me seeing, like, one of my uh, boys from middle school. And um, at the end of it, I put, love you, bro. And, like, me and him, like, never even, like, exchanged that type of, like, emotions and nothing like that before but it's just like everybody growing now everybody's just happy you know still be around you know yeah. being able to see everybody mature and grow up so i just threw that in there at the end like you know i, I, I didn't know how he was gonna react to it um but you know he accepted it and i was just like dope like yeah. <laughs> we didn't have to have no type of prior discussion like right. don't There's put that on no any. explanation needed <laughs> right like instead of saying i love you bro pause it's like i love you bro no explanation needed. right yeah and that was that was dope because me and him like we were Last time we actually like was around around each other was like middle school, so it was like that was that was um you know that was around the camera era. Everything was no homo at the end. Everything was uh, pause at the end, like all that stuff. So it was it was a different era that me and him like last. Oh, we thought that on. shit was so cool. <laughs> That's what annoys me. Like, we literally thought that shit was so cool. It was so trash. Uh, we had to go through it to be better, though. <laughs> I know. You have to go through it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think that's tasty. one of the other qualities. Mm-hmm. You have to go through things to be a better you. Yeah. Yeah. Period. You can't hey. be human unless you go through certain shit. I, have, I believe in that. I had fun with it. It was fun. I think that shit was stupid. <laughs> it was fun, man. <laughs> but it's, I'm, but I'm sorry. I'm at where I'm at now, and I think it was so fucking dumb. Like, oh, uh, it's so frustrating. Yeah. But, I mean, like you said. I think that shows our growth, though. That that shows that, like, you know, there's been, like, a level up where there's been, like, a, a change within us for us to look back and be like, yo, that was, you know, that was I'm some bummy you junk. That. You know? said the change within us. Yeah. So, I have a question for you. What's that? True or false? Okay. You have an issue with your spouse making more than you. Ah, that's false. It's false? Yeah. Shit, me too. Because I'm sitting there like, baby, make all the dough. Bring it home so we can get this new car, this new house. Nah, I, I, used, I used to make, you know, I make a lot of statuses and stuff like that. So it was like on this day, like last year sometime, my old status had popped up. And it said, I think it was like 2012. This was before I was even dating. And uh, it was like, yo, whatever whatever um, lady I end up with, I hope she makes more than me. I'll be pipping to her Jordan. 
that's I don't it. Remember, I remember writing that. Like I, that's it. It's been a minute since I had a problem with like, like, like if I was to marry someone and they made more money than me, like that would probably touch my pride. Like if I was in high school, like. But after I got out of high school, I was just like, yo, money is like all together in one pot. So it was like I, I could have like a different, I had like a change of mind when I got to college. So just being around diverse people, being around um, different cultures and stuff, I was just like, yeah, this is a. I had like a, a change of thought process, and so. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't bother me at all. More power to us. <laughs> yeah. And man. Oh, I, I, I no, I don't think I ever did. Like mm-hmm. I I didn't even have to have a come to Jesus moment about it. Like it mm-hmm. was just always like Yeah. Am I still getting money? Mhm. Am I still bringing my own to the table? Mhm. Well, cool. Mhm. Now, the other thing is, I guess the other question would be how did your significant other feel about you making more than them? I think she feel the same way. Like, more power to us. You know what I mean? Like, it's all like... I don't think they have... I, I hate to say it, but I don't think they even have a, a decision in that, though. That's Not true. that we do. Yeah. But we've always historically made more than women. That's true. And... So it's kind of like innate to them. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think that's one of the biggest things. So, like... Mm-hmm. I guess it's more so what's your preference in that because I think my wife and I are equally yoked to a point where it's just like I don't care who makes more. We both have a job. We both contributing and mm-hmm. we're both doing what we love to do mm-hmm. to an extent. Mm-hmm. So. For sure. We out here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, like it was, it was another saying that I, I remember reading or writing or somebody told me it was like you always want to be like in any relationship you have you probably want to be the the weakest link in the fence because if you're the weakest and you're on point and you know the, the fence is strong you know i'm with that <laughs> I, I understand that i understand that completely yeah if i'm the weakest link in that fence oh this is a strong ass fence right period right deal with that yeah and that's the type of mindset i think those fellas need to understand is just because your significant other make make may make more than you mm-hmm that does not mean that you're less valuable than her. Right. And vice versa. Mm-hmm. Y'all both bring something to the table. Mm-hmm. Even if you're just simply dating. Mm-hmm. Like, at one, I, it was never really my quote-unquote goal in life okay. to happen to marry somebody that had the same, like, career, career goals as me. Mm-hmm. I didn't care about that. Okay. It just happened. Mm-hmm. It just naturally <laughs> happened that way. So, I mean... She has that earning potential. I have my earning potential. Mm-hmm. We're both getting trying to get certifications. We're both trying to get degrees. Mm-hmm. Well, she's trying to get degrees. I'm trying to get certifications. <laughs> but we're still growing. We're still developing. We're still allowing ourselves to be more than mm-hmm. just a regular old paycheck. Okay. But I don't care how much money she makes. That's mm-hmm. She's the foot in my ass. I need her to be and vice versa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's still in her house. So I'm just going to live by those. <laughs> Oh, man. So, I think all in all, I, I don't think it can truly define man up. And it's time to stop saying that shit. I mean, we'll still help help you all understand that more clearer. Mm-hmm. But it's never going to be about manning up. Yeah. Just be your best damn self and mm-hmm. deal with that. Okay. Sometimes we need, black people need therapy. Yeah. That's the other thing. Yeah. I don't care what you went through. Mm-hmm. I care what you went through. I know what you mean. I don't care what you went through. You need therapy. Mm-hmm. Like, let other races be other races. I love them all equally, whatever. Mm-hmm. Differently, but equally. Mm-hmm. But we as a people, we the culture. <laughs> we the culture. Okay. Need therapy. Okay. Period. Yeah. We've been through a lot of traumatic shit in our lives. Mm-hmm. And never our ancestors about it. have and never talked about it because why? We haven't had the platform. Um, we never sought to help, probably. And because we look so damn weak doing it, right? That's that's the stigma behind it, yeah. That's it? Yeah. Boom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you solved it. <laughs> I, no, I didn't. <laughs> I think we're in a damn good path to get it solved, though. Okay. Um, That and I think, so I think all in all, it's just being comfortable in our own skin, being mm-hmm. human. Um. You know, not being afraid to be our best self. Mm-hmm. And we, the culture, need therapy. Mm-hmm. That's what this whole 
thing comes down to. Okay. We do those things. We will not be perfect. We will always get right near that damn asymptote, but we will okay. never be perfect. <laughs> but we can always just try. We can tell we went to engineering school. We did go to engineering <laughs> school. Shout out to STEM. Yeah. Went for STEM, our black ass. We wouldn't be sitting right here talking about shit. We may have, but we wouldn't be talking about that shit that day. Yeah, yeah. I got I got two questions. You got two questions? Yeah, just two questions. Oh, I, th- I think dang. we should get to them. It kind, of, it kind of feed off of what we read earlier. Facts. Right? So, the first question, as far as us being men, do we put, like, the financial pressure that we feel, do you feel financial pressure first, I guess I should say? Or have anymore? you Anymore? No. Okay, not anymore. Not anymore. But in the past, when you did, um, did you feel like you put that on yourself, or is that something that, or, like, where did that expectation come from, I guess I should ask? I think it came from, like, people before me. Mm-hmm. Like, my dad was always like, you know what, baby? I'm going to get you a sports car. Okay. He got her as a sports car. Uh-huh. I was like, damn, I'm trying <laughs> to be like that when I grow up. Like, he legit bought my mom, like, a red Escort. 1990, 1990, I'm going to say 1997, 98 okay. Escort. Okay. And then when that mug went down, guess what he did? Got another one. Bought her a green Escort, <laughs> 1999 Escort, damn it. Because at first she had, like, a grand dam, I think, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then... They divorced, and she got half, mm-hmm. and then she got her ass a Grand Prix. I was like, God damn, okay. he is still mm-hmm. getting your ass sports cars. Mm-hmm. I can't stand you. Okay. <laughs> and now I obviously know that I'm not about to go cash out and buy my wife a sports car because, mm-hmm. no, even though I missed the Grand Prix, may that thing rest in peace, and Pontiac mm-hmm. in general. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that pressure came from my dad. Okay. Because I always thought that, I wanted to be, I think it's a, a good goal to have, but I want to be better than my dad mm-hmm. um, for the sole purpose of him saying, and I quote, I want you to be the biggest drug dealer in the city of Detroit. That's what my son going to be. Okay. And I was just like a Google Gaga. guy. Mm-hmm. I was, that's how old I was when he said that bullshit to my mom. Okay. And though I am not a drug dealer at all, mm-hmm. I still make sure people get exactly what they need every <laughs> single day. And I love saying that shit okay. every single day. Okay. <laughs> so, with that being said, I mean, mm-hmm. I kind of use my dad as motivation to be better than him. Mm-hmm. Just because of the... It's not that he didn't want me to be successful, mm-hmm. but of the negative like goals I think that he had for me. Okay. I was just like, nah, hold my drink. I got this shit. Mm-hmm. So I think that came from my dad. Okay. I'm going to say, I don't know. I don't know. I guess, like, it kind of goes back to what I said about my granddad as far as it coming from, like, coming from him, like, my dad, like, just having that preached to me. Mm-hmm. And then um, I guess, like, seeing, seeing, like, you know, other people, like, go through struggle, it was just like, I, was, I don't want to be like that when I get older. Yeah. I don't want to have to face that when I get older. So. That was kind of a part of it too, where it's just like, yo, some people, um, you know, like so like when I was growing up, my parents, you know, my dad had a car, my mom had a car, so I never had to catch the bus anywhere. So like seeing people catch the bus, that was like, yeah, I never want to have to catch the bus as an adult going to work. I never want, yeah. you know what I mean. So it was just like seeing other people's like everyday struggles, just like that was enough motivation for me to say, uh, I, I put the pressure on myself in a, in a sense because of that. So um, last question I have, so. After reading that whole status about men can't afford the whole, uh, you know, the submissiveness that they want women to have or whatever, um, can men be loved without being breadwinners or providers? Can they be loved correctly without <laughs> being breadwinners and providers? I would say yeah. You think so? But it comes under, I always say this to my wife. And she always jokes, and I think she does. I don't think she jokes actually. Mm. Where she goes, it's like happy wife, happy life. Okay. But I always mention terms and conditions apply. Okay. Um. So I think that those terms and conditions come with your love language. Okay. And I really challenge anybody to, even if they're not in a relationship, if they're even thinking about dating. Mm-hmm. Not even just dating, just being in relationships in general, like. Me and you have a relationship to some extent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Understand how you like to be loved. Right. And I think that if that if that person in that relationship with you mm-hmm. understands your love language, mm-hmm. 
then you can, you know, that other person can quote unquote teach you. Okay. You can teach them how to love you and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And if they understand how you you like to be loved and you do that, you know, within within reason, obviously, mm-hmm. then I think you nail it. Okay. It doesn't depend on, and one of those love languages is being able to like, it's like gifts. Mm-hmm. I'm not extreme when it comes to gifts. Okay. Like you could buy me some shit that you can, you can buy me a new pillow. Okay. I will be the happiest man in the goddamn <laughs> world. Yeah. Because I like fluffy pillows. Mm-hmm. Period. I feel that. Now, if you give me a flat pillow, I'm like, you obviously don't love me. <laughs> but like, tell me how many times where you've made jerk chicken mm-hmm. and I've been sad. Even when I burnt it, you were still happy. Listen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I might give you shit about burning it. Yeah, you did. But. <laughs> Sending pictures. And I ate that shit though. Because that shit was amazing still. Yeah. So I think this understanding those love languages. Okay. And if you can do that and understand your significant others or person in your image, mm-hmm. then it's simple. You don't need money to do it. Okay. I know my wife loves pizza. Okay. Let me get her any type of damn pizza <laughs> with the exception of Happy's Pizza mm-hmm. because I know she won't eat that shit. Okay. If I get her a Lunchables pizza, you know what she's going to do? She's going to love it. She's going to smile from ear to ear. Okay. Even over Happy's, that's that's something. Happy's is trash pizza, per se. So. Uh, it's, it's all about pizza. their it's all about their wings. They, I mean, hot pizza over cold lunchable. That's she <laughs> will rather have a either cheese or pepperoni lunchable mm-hmm. than have Happy's pizza. Wow! But she absolutely <laughs> loves lunchables. All right, we should and be we should be crapping on Happy's. Like that on our show. I mean. <laughs> That's saying it's an opinion. I don't like Happy's Pizza. Whatever. <laughs> I, I like their wings, though. <laughs> I really eat a cold Yo, wings are fire. Like, Happy's, if you're listening, I love your wings. I just mm. don't like your pizza. It's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have a million other people that's going to order your pizza tonight, so deal with it. Like, it's cool. For sure. Boom. I don't know. I got a different, I got a different take on that. Like, the whole, like, love thing. Go and, for and, it. And, like, I think Chris Rock said it. Like, the only people that I love unconditionally without, like, having to give out something are, like, children and dogs. Like, I mean, like, at least from, like, how can I say it in a better way? I mean, like, yeah, like say, like, if, if any, like, us being men, like, <clears throat> if you got a friend who's always coming around and this is always, like, yo, what we eating today? What we drinking today? And you constantly, like, pulling out money, like, uh, you know, spending, spending, spending. It's like, you'd be like, man, it's been, like, six weeks yeah. and you've been coming around and you ain't put $5 on the table. Everybody else is putting money on the table. And you'd be like, what, like, what you doing here? You know what I mean? So it's like... <laughs> It's like even us as like dudes, or whatever. Like we will check like our homeboys. Like, yo, you know, you know, every time you come around, you know, you getting some. You know, you might want to put some on the table next time. So you I got feel too like too much dipping your chip. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So I feel like I feel like even from like a man and man perspective, let alone like a woman and man perspective, like it's it's gonna be some type of issue um, eventually. Maybe not right from the start if a guy isn't going out and like having some type of you know income coming in. Yeah, but I think that also what is when I talked when I said like you have to understand each other's love language, mm-hmm. each other's, mm-hmm. and part of your love language is, I think part of yours is giving as much as you receive. Okay, and and I can say that from just experience standpoint. Dang. I know I am a <laughs> I am a giver. I do not mind giving. Okay. I just don't care. Yeah, like when my friends are like. What we doing, blah blah blah, for dinner, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. If I mm-hmm. got it, you're getting food. Like mm-hmm. so that's just it. To now, a certain extent. I'm now, the same way. Now. But but the thing I is, feel you. It's like when does it stop becoming when does that come me back? looking out? Yeah. And then turn into like it feel like you're using me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's it's that type This of is thing. why I don't ask you every week for jerk chicken, because I know better. Nah, <laughs> it's like it's like, it depends on the relationship with a person too. Yeah. Like me and you will always be cool. You know what I mean? But it's Shit, like I'm gonna piss you off next week. Nah, it's not like, <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna piss you off. I'm if, gonna do it. If we, no, got, if we got history, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't ever count like, you know, for my real friends, I don't ever count like who looked out last or whatever like that. Cause mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's like we gotta understand. You don't it. keep score. Yeah. We gotta understand it. But you know what I mean? Like it's, it's it's it comes to a point though, like, you know, some people in your family or whatever, or whoever it may be, it's like, yeah, you done been around here, you know, a good while. And, uh, yeah, we need to figure something out. <laughs> so I feel like it's the same way for, like, um, so, like, say, like, if, uh, if, um, 
I feel like I feel like the narrative comes from at least from today's like relationship. It comes from like reality TV because you see so much of like this girl had a baby by this dude, so she got money from him coming in, and she's able to live like this fake lifestyle of like, oh, I'm just. Gonna I mean, let's just. Down. I don't even think it's reality TV. I think that some people are just naturally like have this. I'll say certain mindset where I believe that's how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And that's why I married exactly who I married. And I'm not with your ass. <laughs> I think you should just call it what it is. Okay. Call a spade a spade. Is this spade is a spade. And I ain't got none of them, <laughs> damn it. Like, it also goes into, like, it's this Facebook status I've seen recently just to wrap this whole entire black ass thing up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was a guy that said she... She's not the prettiest, but she's loyal. <laughs> I've seen that. And I went, I, I immediately was like, where is this motherfucker's <laughs> Facebook page? So I want to see what his whole ass looked like. So did it end up being real? I don't know. Okay. I couldn't find his Facebook page, but I'm pretty sure every other person on that status mm-hmm. was like, <clears throat> what? Yeah, I thought it was fake, because I'm like, no man in their right mind would ever post something like that. I think some people are trash like that. I've really? I've met some of them, no. and I've had to disassociate myself <laughs> with them. Actually, if you not were, him. I don't know that guy personally. Yeah, just yeah, yeah, clear yeah. the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But some people are trash like that, and I can't associate with myself with people <laughs> that think that way. And to the contrary, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, all things aside, she was gorgeous. Like mm-hmm. I'm sitting mm-hmm. here, like, where, mm-hmm. how? Yeah. I also come from a narrative that everybody's beautiful and. In their own way, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> even if you throw it out the window, she's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Makeup or not, that day, like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about, bro? Like, whoa, <laughs> you got too much dip on your chip. You need to put that <laughs> motherfucker down. <laughs> so, you know, that's that's that toxic masculinity part that we just need to get rid of because. Um, <laughs> You got too much dip on your chip. Dog, when I first heard that, (laughs) I was like, oh my God. (laughs) Facts. But no, like, some people just need to to just chill. Like, certain things that. I don't even think it's a certain thing you just shouldn't say. It's just like, where where, where did you gather (laughs) any of the needed, like, vibrations in your vocal cords mm-hmm. to get that out of your mouth. <laughs> so, did you say that out loud before you typed it on Facebook? And this is one of the main reasons why men just can't be defined by the pockets that they have. It's all about, you can't, maybe he has a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But that don't mean it's all together. Right. He looked like he got some money. Mm-hmm. Nice suit. Yeah, Great. Lucky lucky pay a lot to keep his beard moisturized. Mm-hmm. Nice nice glasses. Mm-hmm. But why you need all that shit? Right. What you trying to hide? Mm-hmm. You got the big truck mentality. Yeah. I need a big truck to compensate mm-hmm. for my little personality. Wow. And y'all can interpret that however the <laughs> hell you want say, to. I'm glad you said personality and not the other word. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to talk. No, I'm not doing that, bro. <laughs> but, I mean, some people compensate for that, too. Yeah. And... Mm-hmm. I'm just never been that person. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I'm fat. I know I'm big as hell to some mm-hmm. degree, but at the same time, like, I'm cool in it. I mm-hmm. want to lose it, but I'm cool in it too. Mm-hmm. I know I have other things to offer. I know that I can make my wife laugh at the drop of a dime. Yep. And yeah, we have our fun together. You know, outside of entertaining people, et cetera. Mm-hmm. That's literally like not just my pretty little wife, if you will. Mm-hmm. She's my equal, if not sometimes better than me. Mm-hmm. In fact, I sometimes think she's always better than me, but okay. it's a whole different discussion. <laughs> I'd much rather have her here for mm-hmm. So we'll see if we can make that happen. <laughs> but um, I think this is a worthwhile discussion. Okay. Um, so I will just say here, we're here to lay the man up mentality to rest and talk about what it really means to be a man. Mm-hmm. So I might have to change some of the advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> but no, in quotations, we're here to man up properly. Okay. And to do it properly is to just break down the stigma of like manhood, mental health, and jerk chicken all in one sentence. So mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No more brain jerk chicken. Okay. So I realized the last episode we did not talk about jerk chicken. Yeah. Missed opportunity. That was scary. <laughs> I didn't feel right after that. I was like something something was wrong. Yeah. We missed but anyway. On, on something. <laughs> it's cool. Well anyway, it's fall. It's my favorite season. I can't wait to go get my hard cider. Mm-hmm. Um and where my New merch. Yep. I'm excited. I want that red one. 
I am getting that red <laughs> boy. So you probably have no idea unless you went to our website. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a Teespring account right now, and we're selling in toxic masculinity shirts. Okay. So we want to spread the message, but we wanted to make sure I wasn't looking crazy with mm-hmm. anything on. So mm-hmm. if you rock with us for real, mm-hmm. get you some merch, man. Okay. So I'm not begging you, but... Help pay the bills. Good. <laughs> so we trying to pay the bills, so we broke too. If you see it, it look fly. So. It's dope. Yeah. I'm actually gonna make sure we share that on social, on the interwebs, yeah. in the webs, and all those things. Mm-hmm. And go get some things because I want yeah. some things. I'm gonna get like two of them because I looked in my closet and it's like this the only good. I, I just got rid of a lot of stuff in my closet and I couldn't wait. Yep. It was great. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing that. Okay. I've been donating stuff. Okay. That was part of my self care one of my Sundays. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. So, yeah, hope y'all stay up. Love yourself. What did Drake say? Know yourself, know your worth. Okay. And we on social medias. We on the interwebs. Mm -hmm. Facebook, Twitter, Mm -hmm. Instagram, Mm -hmm. social media stuff. Also, you can stream us on SoundCloud. What's that? Apple Podcasts, (laughs) Spotify, and even Mm iHeartRadio. And, yeah. Anything before we cut the lights off, man? Uh, love on each other. That's, That's it. To say. Tell somebody you love them. Yep. That part. I love you, bro. Check in on your people. First week of the month. That's something I'm starting. Personally. Facts. To send out that text message. Hey, what's up? How you doing? That's all How I gotta do. How you doing? Yeah. That's cool. We That's, can do that. That's it. Love you, bro. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Y'all stay up and we'll talk to y'all later. Hope you're ready for the next episode. Oh my god. Go away. Go <laughs> home. Just go home. We are on the east side, so I'm Stop. Kinda, I kind of am home. <laughs> Get out. I don't want this anymore. Yeah. Bye. Bye. I was going to edit out. I mean, I thought we would edit out the part where I said the next episode, everything after that. So I, was, I mean, I we have no choice now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna have to cut off like the last like minute. <laughs> <sighs>